Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gannon, along with my partner, Jack Nicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. If you have the chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com. Follow us on Instagram at just saying no GWJS for article and video updates. And don't forget to check us out on Spotify and get us in your ears at Just Saying Football. Rough week nine for you, my friend, Daniel yeah. Jones, out for the season. Yeah, he's out and, um, you know, obviously not great. Took up the Giants banner for this one. Got it, you know, and they're not going to have any better luck if you want to take us right into this. But I was going to say everyone had pretty bad luck, except if you bet with Shaunzi last week, you only missed three games. Got, Got the Vikings in there. You uh, you lucked out Josh Jobs did what he had to do. Really quick before we jump into it, teams on a bye, Kansas City Chiefs, Miami Dolphins, Philadelphia Eagles, and Los Angeles Rams. So a ton of fantasy talent. Uh, in week 10, not available. Let's jump right into this. We have our blowout category. When your New York Giants make their way to Dallas to take on the Cowboys, Dallas is favored in this by minus 16 and a half. Over under here, 30 and a half. Obviously, Daniel Jones again out for the year with torn ACL. We're both locking in the Cowboys. Anything you want to say about this game? Obviously, the Cowboys coming off a pretty good game against the Eagles. Yeah, we saw what uh, the Cowboys were able to do to Danny Dimes in our house week one with Tommy DeVito. It's not going to be any different. I feel like it's, um, it's going to be a blowout in Dallas this weekend. 16 and a half spread. That shows you right there. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one. I will say I saw one report about Brian Dable on the hot seat. Get that report out of here. That's some BS. It's only been two years, and he's coming off coach of the year. Two very different seasons. Yeah, it's way too soon. Joe Shun and him had a good thing going. I say you gotta you gotta give it more than two years. But let's move this right along because we have another New York team. New York Jets making their way to Las Vegas, take on the Raiders. The Jets are favored in this one by minus one over under here of 36 and a half. Now you're probably wondering why it's in your blowout category. It's minus one. It's because this game is our Sunday night football, and it's absolutely disgusting this yeah. matchup. But the Raiders, um, they played great in their first game under uh Alec Pierce. Antonio yeah, Antonio, Antonio Pierce, Pierce came in and uh he, he stepped up. Obviously, the Giants were beat up last week, but I think they're at home this week. You know, they get to have a real chance to, you know, they're only favored by one. I think um, they're actually underdogs in this one. The Jets are favored by one. Um, I see the Raiders pass rush uh, getting to Zach Wilson a little bit more than the Jets pass rush getting to Aiden O'Connell. Um, I think it's going to be a really rough day for both quarterbacks, but I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Raiders. That was a really good game they put together last week, surprisingly. No, I'm sorry, buddy. It came at the expense of the Giants, but it's just not what we had expected at all. Um, The problem with the Jets is the same problem as always. That offense just can't get going. Zach Wilson was not aware of the pressure around him. Uh, Eight sacks last week. Uh, I mean, the Jets defense got five also against Justin Herbert. So let's see. But I also like... The Raiders. Let's move this along into our last game of the blowout categories. We have the Washington Commanders making their way to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Uh, Seattle played this one minus six over under here, 45 and a half. Now we're both locking the Seahawks for this one. They're obviously coming off of a brutal loss to the Ravens. So, you know, one team's coming off a brutal loss. One team's coming off like a nice win against a bad team. Um, And I kind of like the team coming off the brutal loss. Seattle's at home, tough place to play. Um, They're favored by six for a reason. You know, they definitely want to bounce back after, um, you know, that kind of contender test against Baltimore last week. Um, You know, I I think that Seattle's got this one. They have all the pieces. They just got to get it done. This is a get-right matchup for them. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm also locking in Seattle. Washington had a great game last week, and it was surprising, uh, I think, for a lot of people to see them win, uh, considering that they traded away two of their first-rounders and two great players on the defensive line. Uh, but they were playing the Patriots, so they were able to walk away with something. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the same case. This is a much better Seattle team, um, and they have something that they're fighting for in this one uh, in front of their home team. All right, or home fans, I should say. Let's keep this moving along into our meh category. Uh, we got this is not a great game as well. We got the Indianapolis Colts yeah. making their way to New England to take on the Patriots. Uh, Indianapolis is by minus one and a half over under here, 43 and a half. Now, really quick, this game is also going to be in Deutschland. This game is happening in Germany at 9 30 a.m. on Sunday, so get ready for that. Uh, back to back Germany games. Josh Downs was down last week. How are you feeling in this one? Um, I think the Colts just have to do what they've been doing and utilizing just a little bit of everybody for Gardner Minshew, using Jonathan Taylor as well as they can. Uh, the Patriots have been pretty underwhelming with their backfield with Ramondre Stevenson, who we thought was going to be really good this year. Um, but in Dutchland, I think anything can happen, international games. Um, I give me the Colts, no problem. Their defense um, has been keeping them in the games all season against good teams, so why not this one? Look, two pick sixes last week against Bryce Young. Clearly, they're doing something right. I'm also going to lock in Indianapolis in this one. I just don't think that the Patriots have it. And with all the injuries that they, that they got, it's just not going to be their season. Yeah. And Ramondre Stevenson had a great game. But you take away that one 62-yard uh, running touchdown he had, and you're looking at like a 7-15 and nothing game out of him. So yeah. it was a little skewed. All right, let's move this right along. Because we have the Atlanta Falcons making the way to Arizona to take on the Falcons. Over under here, minus one and a half. Uh, Falcons coming off a brutal loss to Josh Dobbs and the Vikings. Arizona, though, will have Kyler Murray and potentially James Conner. That's still up in the air. How are you feeling? Uh, Tune wasn't it last week for them. Definitely not, um, you know, huge. Um, obviously, we, we've talked about the Browns' defense, but what they did to the Cardinals last week was just dismantling them. Um, they're going to look totally different under Kyler Murray, and as they start to get James Conner back, um, Atlanta, you know, they – they just can't stop committing turnovers in games that matter to me. Um, I think that, you know, it's frustrating for all their players, you know, not being utilized. You see a guy like John Smith getting out there last week when you don't really expect much out of him. Um, easy one for me. I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons just because of that, because it's hard to predict them. And the Cardinals, we just um, know they're going to be working their way back in the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to go with the Falcons. You know, I'm going to lock in the Cardinals in this one. That Falcons loss last week has me a little bit worried. I do think Tyler Haneke is an improvement over Desmond Ritter. He gets the ball a little bit faster. He's, he understands the pocket a little bit more, and he's more of a veteran. You can see it in how he's playing the game. Uh, and they played really well last week in some parts of it, and to, except towards the end there. Mm -hmm. uh, and that has me a little bit worried, but I like what Kyler can do for this team. They Cardinals, they just play better. When Kyler's around, when they, without yeah. him, we see what they are. Uh, and this season's a good sample size. It wasn't all on Josh Jobs, the defense was making mistakes, et cetera, et cetera, injuries as well. But I do think that this is a good opportunity for them. This is a very weak Falcons team. They have the home crowd. They got Kyler back. Got a lot of things going for you. I think this is an area where they could and will notch their second win of the season. But let's move this right along to so the New Orleans Saints, making the way to Minnesota to take on my Vikings. Over under here, a 41. Saints are favoring this one, minus two and a half. Uh, Chris Olave found the end zone last week. Uh, finally, 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 you, you never really know what's going to be happening with the Saints week by week. Is it going to be Taysom Hill or Rashid Shaheed kind of taking away targets from Michael Thomas and Chris Olave? Um, you know, this is going to be interesting as you know, we see 
Um, your guy, Justin Jefferson, kind of coming back, 21-day window. You you know, if he was in this, I'd be taking Minnesota, no problem. Um, Jordan Addison versus Marshawn Lattimore is going to be really interesting. Um, give me the Saints, though, their defense right now. Um, we saw Dobbs kind of come in, flash the pan performance, um, you know, just kind of coming out of nowhere, no disrespect to him, but out of nowhere, you know, that he comes in and the Falcons aren't really prepared for him. Um, now New Orleans is going to have a nice week to prepare specifically for him. Um, you know, I think that they could take this one on the road. Yeah, I'm liking the Vikings in this one. And it, it has less to do with last week. And like, you're right. I mean, that was such a surprise game for everyone. It was a storyline all week. Everyone's been talking about it. But really what I would what I think it speaks to is the the coaching staff, what Kevin O'Connell is putting together. Defense stood up last week in like a lot of big ways. Our offensive guys were also stepping up. We had this next moment mentality. I don't think people really understand. We're down our wide receiver one, we're down our quarterback one, we're down our quarterback two, we're down our quarterback three now to this point. We are down to our quarterback four. Our running back two is out for the season now in the middle of this game. Our left tackle one is out in this game. Our wide receiver two or three goes down in this game. Like, we had so many things uh, that just went wrong and everyone put has it on a stood list up. like that. It's crazy. I know and everyone has stood up. And for me, I, I like that mentality. I think that's a good mentality. I think the saints are very beatable. Like what saints are we going to get? Are we going to get the 40 point saints? We could get the 10 point saints. Yeah, and I'm exactly. hoping we get the 10 point saints. <laughs> I'm hoping we get the 40 point saints. <laughs> I, I feel that. And so are a lot of Alvin Kamara fantasy owners out there. So I respect that. Let's keep this moving along. So we have two historic franchises going up against one another. When the green Bay Packers make their way to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, the Steelers are favoring this one by minus three over or under here of 38 and a half. What are your thoughts on this game? Steelers coming off of a pretty big win against Thursday Night Football. Packers also coming off of a big one. Yeah, I think the Steelers um, having this long week is going to be huge for them. We've seen them come up against opponents that we didn't really expect to um, for them to win, or they really are good this year at making opponents make mistakes. Jordan Love, as of late, we've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Nobody has been making more mistakes than him the last couple of weeks. So we really got to ride on that. I'm going to take the Steelers at home. Um, you know, I think that it's, um, you know, minus three as well for me is easy. I think if they can get running the way they were last week with Najee Harris, um, Jalen Warren, they can really get things done. And, you know, I read something the other day about Kenny Pickett. He may not be great, but he's definitely a winner. So, um, you know, give me the Steelers at home. I absolutely like it. I'm totally agreeing with you. I'm going to lock in the Steelers. For me, I think it's just about the defense. The first the first half Packers are just awful. The yeah. Statistically, it is just so not fun to watch them play at all. And they, they're significantly better in the second half. But the way the Steelers defense is, I just think that they can lock them down the entire game. Christian Watson hasn't really been there. Remember, Dobbs has been there. Aaron Jones has been hit and miss. Jordan Love has been inconsistent after week three. Uh, which I'm, I mean, I'm loving all of this after yeah. years of getting dominated by them. Don't get me wrong, but to me, I think that the Steelers can do just enough offensively. It's not, it's not sexy offensively, but mm -hmm. they do just enough, especially when uh, they audible out of Matt Canada's play calls. But that defense, man, I'll take that defense over over most defenses, except maybe the 49ers when they're mm -hmm. when they're feeling themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean? On that, yeah. You know, but it, to me, it's like Steelers and 49ers are right up there, and I, I like them to take down the Packers in this one, just from a defensive standpoint. I like that. I like that. And um, for the next game, how are you feeling? Because we got two quarterbacks that you don't really, you know, we don't really talk about too much. And I know. I really like talking about too much. I know. We got Tennessee Titans making their way to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is serving this by minus one and a half over on here of 38 and a half. Will Levis is going to be the starter going forward. Ryan Tannehill will be benched according to Averill. 
Um, how you feeling about this? I mean, Buccaneers just gave up a historic game to CJ yeah. Stroud, and now they're facing another rookie. I know, and we've seen, you know, Will Levis just a couple weeks ago go off in this first game. Um, Tampa, you know, is kind of getting prone to this big performances from the quarterbacks. Um, You know, give me the Titans in this one. I think that they're finally starting to get their groove. They've had a long week to prepare for this one coming off of the loss. Um, So, you know, give me, you know, the Titans, you know, offense with Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins running behind Will Levis. I think that that's really what the formula that they're going to be going with all season. It's what we expect, but they can still do a lot with that. So give me them on the road, no problem. Yeah, I think there's an opportunity for the Titans to to walk away with the win in this one in like a high scoring game. I'll take the over here, 38 and a half comfortably. Um, and I'm also with you. I'm with the Titans on this one. I'm I'm spot starting uh, Baker Mayfield. I have Patrick Mahomes in the league, so I'm putting Baker out this week because I think that the Titans are are a, pa- a defense that they can pass on with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, Kate Otten getting involved, and and even Rashad White. Uh, out of the running back uh, yeah. position. So I do like Baker Mayfield if you need to do a spot start like me. Um, but I, I like the Titans to win this one. Like you're saying, I just think that there's a, a way for them to to drain the clock, keep the offense out uh, on the field for long periods of time for them, running through Derrick Henry. And let's see Will Levis. I think that they're not afraid to open it up a little bit. He made that last-minute mistake against the Steelers last week, but you know, he rushed it. He's a rookie, and hopefully you can get over that. But I think this is a great opportunity for him to maybe show up and show out. And again, Tim Faye is coming off of a brutal loss last week. 46 seconds left, and they lost the game. Yeah, and you wouldn't have even known that they were they kept themselves in it. No, you wouldn't have even known. All right, let's move this into our games of the week category. So we have a handful in this one, starting off with the Cleveland Browns making their way to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Baltimore's favorite in this one by minus six, over under here of 38 and a half. The Browns shut down the Cardinals last week, did not give up any points, and the Ravens shut down the Seahawks. I mean, this is a battle of two fantastic defenses, and how are you thinking about this one? What are you thinking going into this? Yeah, I mean, with this one, you know, it's a divisional matchup. We got to see these guys face off, you know, just a little bit ago um, in week four. You know, Lamar kind of had two touchdowns to Mark Andrews. They went off, and I think that it's just time for us to see that, you know, this Ravens offense has finally clicked. You know, we lost J.K. Dobbins in the beginning of the year. We didn't know if it was Gus Edwards or Justice Hill. Now it's Kelton and Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell. So it could be anything. It could be anything with them. Um, I think the Browns defense is a really big problem. You know, like to me, it's just like you're a big problem. Genuinely, uh, I think, you know, they have done nothing but destroy offenses this year. This is the one offense I think that can get around them. So uh, give me Baltimore at home. We saw what they did to Seattle when they were at home last week. Um, I could just see them running all over this defense this week. Yeah, I'm also going to lock in the Ravens. They're just playing so well right now. They're looking like one of the top teams in the AFC that are not getting talked about enough. A top 10 offense, top 10 defense. And by the way, currently the entire AFC North is in the playoffs. The playoffs yeah. ended right now. Everyone in there has made it. So Maybe there's a, a lot of preview. Yeah, honestly, it might be. And with the way that these these teams are all playing in their division, these games become so crucial, these in-division yeah. games. you got to win these ones. And I think the Ravens are playing for a lot. We saw Roquan Smith come out. This week saying, speaking to Chicago, being like, man, I'm just happy and waste my career when I was there. They're not, you know, they're not wasting me out there. So players are, are playing for a lot. A lot of people didn't expect the Ravens even to be good. And they're playing fantastic right now. But let's move us into our next game of the week. So we have the Houston Texans making their way to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Cincinnati's here this by minus six and a half over under here, 47. The reason why we got to put in here is because yeah. CJ Stroud is him. All right. 
470 yards in the air, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, four, four separate receivers with over a hundred yards. These are, I mean, this is the, this the single greatest rookie performance in NFL history. That's the kind of performance that this was. It was absolutely incredible. That's why this isn't the game of the week this week. Because CJ Stroud said, I might be a rookie, but God damn it, I'm playing like a vet. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And now I got to say, you know, this is finally a, you know, a, you know, a good challenge. You know, we just talked about the Buccaneers and how they're very shaky. Um, you're playing Cincinnati while they're playing this hot. You know, Joe Burrow right now is back. You know, we've been talking talk about it last week how he had. 43 rushing yards a week before, and we're starting to see this trend. Um, they're on a hot streak right now. I believe they won five straight games. Um, it's hard for, you know, to get them stopped over the last couple of years when they're this hot. So, you know, give me um, Cincinnati at home with or without Jamar Chase, who didn't practice, um, you know, at all on Wednesday. So that's obviously concerning. We have to kind of wait till the Friday you know, injury report comes with that. But I will say, um, you know, I feel like, you know, this – is such a great matchup. It's a 47 over under, like give me the over and just let me watch it go up. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm also locking the Bengals. I just had to hype up the Texans because yeah, they found their franchise guy. They're looking great. I think the Panthers might be, you know, a little pissed off right now uh, with the performances, but we'll see what the future holds. A lot of time still left, you know, no one's yeah. a bust yet, but the thing to me that has really stood out about this Bengal teams is Joe Burrow. Despite, I agree with you. I think when Jamar Chase, they can still win for me. First four weeks, 57% completion, 728 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. It was bad. It wasn't pretty. It just really wasn't good. Since then, 77.3% completion, 1,133 yards, and a 10 to 2 touchdown interception ratio. A complete and total shift in this entire team, and it's been evident by the way that their win streak is, like you just said, five games. They handed a fat L to the Bills easily yeah. right beating them once again and I, I i'm not gonna go against them this week i'm locking in the Bengals as well and I'll also by the way i will take the over here at 47 i think that this texans team can score i think that we're, we we yeah. can't necessarily sleep on them to put up 20 points on you uh especially if your defense is caught especially if your defense is caught slacking we saw it last week 46 seconds zero timeouts it doesn't matter to cj stroud yeah, no, I think that you're right. It's this is going to be a high scoring game, a lot of fantasy implications. The bye weeks be damned. You know, there's going to be some good stuff in here. Absolutely. Let's move this right along into our next team. So the San Francisco 49ers making their way to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. San Francisco's favorite is by minus three over under here, 45 and a half. 49ers coming off of the bye week. They also got Chase Young in the trade mentioned, uh, I think, in our last episode. So this will be the first time we're going to see him out there in the silver and gold. Silver and gold? No, golden, golden red, red. <laughs> golden red. Don't know why I said silver. Uh, well, I do know why silver and gold always goes so well together. But um, <laughs> in the golden red with his former teammate Nick Bosa, who are you feeling in this game? You think the Jaguars got a chance, or the are the Forty Niners going to get back on track after the three game skid? Yeah, so I I have to say I do see the Niners taking an L in this one in Jacksonville. Jacksonville has been a dirty team. They're making te- you know guys just you know they're making basically quarterbacks just make the worst mistakes. 
and they're playing to their opponent. I think San Francisco isn't going to be that team that scores the 30 points we've seen the last couple of years. We're kind of seeing them score more around 20, and I think that Jacksonville can really hold them to under that. Um, you know, Jacksonville right now has the eighth best defense in scoring, the third best rushing defense, only allowing about 79 yards a game, which could really stop McCaffrey and or open up the 49ers. You never really know with them. I will say um, I'm loving how Trevor Lawrence is playing. You know, like I said, with the Bengals, Jacksonville, another team on a win streak. Um, I, I think that they continue that this week as well. Um, I'm loving what they're doing, spreading the ball out. You know, everybody's getting involved in Travis Etienne. He, he literally could be leading the league in rushing yards by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing great. We haven't seen much of Tank to Bank Bisbee, which I've been savage because ATN's been playing so well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers in this one. They got the three-game skit. There's been a lot of the stat lines coming out about Kyle Shanahan. If he's down six points, he's like 1-30 in 30 in his career as the head coach of the 49ers. If he's not leading in the fourth quarter, he's like 0-37. And, and these are stat lines that, you know, people are digging deep to find and that kind of stuff. So you take him with the grain of salt, but these storylines come out three games skid. They lose the division lead question marks begin to happen. They go out, they make this chase young trade 27th going up against the uh, 27th uh, rank going against the quarterback. They're not getting the sacks the way that they once were. I think this was a move in the right direction. This defense is terrifying. I think this yeah. offense is going to finally put together uh, a pretty good game. I think this is a game for them to get back on track. Always lock in a CMC anytime touchdown on your yeah. bets. He still has a streak going. Uh, so keep that one wide open. Also, Debo Samuel's back in this one. And oh, I think that they have really missed having him in it. He's a he's not a gadget guy. He just does the gadget doesn't do him justice. He just does so well uh running the ball, receiving the ball. And when he's out, you can see that they're missing him. And hopefully this opens up a little bit more for Kittle this week as well. Defenses have been able to sort of read them. We saw the Vikings hit a surprise win. I think this is a get-right game for the 49ers. And the Jaguars have been riding high on their win streak. It's time that they come back to earth for a second. <laughs> I like that. All right? I love let's, our oppositions today. I know. Let's move this into our last one because we have the Detroit Lions making their way to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Detroit is favored in this by minus three over under here of 48 and a half. The Chargers defense stepped up last week. Two fumble recoveries, eight sacks. They were all over the Jets offense. How are you feeling in this one? The lions have a much better offensive line, uh, arguably a better receiving core. Mm -hmm. um, how are you feeling in this one? Yeah, it's going to be Amon Ra and, you know, Keenan Allen show. It's going to be, you know, um, David Montgomery is going to be back in this one. I'm hearing, especially with him and Gibbs going to be the first time you can kind of see them since they've been getting Gibbs involved. Um, and Eckler, you know, the last couple of weeks after injury, he's looked healthy. He's been looking great. So there's a lot of great offensive weapons here. The D lines, um, as you mentioned, you know, did a great job last week with the Chargers. Um, Sean got a fantasy he went off of me with that defense. They went off. Um, I think that the Chargers, they know that's how they have to play. They need to play on all three phases of the ball. Um, but right now Detroit is kind of playing – you know, they are, to me, the second best team in the in the NFC behind the Eagles because they just kind of have everything. Every time I say they don't have something, they show me that they do. They have the pass rush, the protection, the quarterback. I, I think that they can make the Chargers make enough mistakes for this to be a real game. I think for me, with why I'm going to go with the Lions, I don't know. I don't, I'm not super quick to say they're the second best team in the NFC. I still think that the 49ers are uh, are are up there. I put them more in like third, fourth, but 
I do think this is a very winnable game for them. What we've seen from the Chargers uh, has been like kind of hit and miss. This is not this. This is not like the Jets defense that yeah. locked up them. They did not take a shot after that first quarter deep one to Quentin Johnson. They were like, never mind. Sauce got under that with ease. I'm not even going to try to throw it deep anymore. And we saw just Justin Herbert. You know, it's easy to say Zach uh, Zach Wilson sacked eight times. Justin Herbert sacked five times. It, it wasn't yeah. a great game for the quarterbacks last week. And, and you mentioned I, Quinn Johnson. Most route runs on the whole team. He had two targets. Like, uh, why'd you draft this guy in the first round? Uh, it's just been a weird one for me, and that's making me worried about their offense. They're missing. They are missing Mike Williams right now, and you yeah, can see yeah. that. And I just think that the way that the Lions are playing is really solid. I do like the over in this one at 48 and a half. I think that this is mm-hmm. going to be less of a defensive game and more of an offensive yeah. game. But I trust the Lions when push comes to shove. I agree. The defensive front sevens are great, but the defensive secondaries for both teams are terrible. Um, I think that, like, you're right. This could be kind of just an offensive game we don't really expect, even though we respect their defenses. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, and hopefully – Hope we get some good fantasy out of this week because there are a lot of players on by and it's you know it's tough. I'm in an AJ Brown Mahomes situation. So I'm sending the waiver them. wire and there's not a lot of great people if you have. There is there's no one out there. Please, James Conner, come back this week from IR because I need you in my lineup. I just need a running back. But that's all the time that we have. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Yeah, thank you guys for sticking with us the last nine weeks. This is week ten. Um, season's halfway through. I hope you've been enjoying it. Check us out. Just saying football on YouTube. Just saying with no G W J S on Instagram for all your updates and just saying football on YouTube and Spotify. Make sure to get us in your ears. Thank you for watching. Enjoy.